I'm sharing the exact sales strategies I work through with my clients in this episode. So grab a notebook, grab a pen, and let's dive in. Join the slow fashion revolution with Recloseted Radio. As the number one podcast for fashion entrepreneurs with a conscience, we're here to help you reach new heights. I'm your host, Selena Ho, the founder and CEO of Recloseted, and I'm on a mission to share my insider knowledge and strategies for launching a successful sustainable brand, growing your existing slow fashion business, and making your brand more environmentally friendly. I also invite industry experts to share their stories and insights too. So subscribe and let's get to work on transforming the harmful fashion industry. I'm really excited for this episode because I'm going to be giving you the ultimate sales strategies and tactics for fashion brands in 2023. And I also want to make this a very engaging and tactical episode. So like I mentioned, get a notebook, get a pen, because I have a few fun exercises for you that will hopefully help you increase your sales. And as you're listening to this episode, if you want my one-on-one help to help you increase your sales, make sure you achieve your goals, make more revenue, make more profit this year, I am accepting a few more one-on-one business consulting clients for this quarter. And you can book a complimentary consultation call at recloseted.com slash consultation or click the link in the show notes. During this consultation, we will discuss your pain points, your challenges, what you're currently struggling with, as well as your goals. And we will create a bespoke customized strategy to help you reach your goals. And so make sure you book your call. We have limited spots left to work with us. The link again is recloseted.com slash consultation or click the link in our show notes. And if you haven't listened to the last podcast episode, which was episode 164 on why you aren't getting sales and what you can do about it, I highly recommend you go back and take a listen because I walked through our entire recloseted marketing and sales funnel that I walked through with our clients and we go through all the data you need how to analyze what's working, what's not, and then how to fix things. So if sales are something you're really working on, make sure you go back and listen to episode 164 after you get through this episode as well. Let's kick things off with the first sales strategy, which is the fact that you need to add value to your customers and serve them to the best of your ability. I've talked about this on the podcast before, and I also mentioned it in the last episode, but you need to create products that your customers actually get value from solves a pain point for them, it solves a problem for them. And then you also want to try to support and help your customers as much as possible. In that same vein, when it comes to your marketing, your content, all those things, you want to add value and support them as much as possible. And that's how you get to nurture them and create that connection with them, which I was talking about last week in the last episode. Creating value is the best sales strategy because it literally compounds on top of itself. And let me explain what I mean. When it comes to social media algorithms, I likely don't have to tell you that it is the bane of our existence, right? It keeps changing, it keeps adapting, and ad spend also continues to get more expensive. So as you run your business, over time, the algorithm is just going to continue to get worse and worse, and then ad spend is just going to get more and more expensive. So the cost to get more customers or new customers is going to continue to increase, And the only thing that you can count on that will continuously stay around the same cost is word of mouth marketing. And if you think about it, it compounds on itself. I always tell our clients that you need to create beautiful, high quality, sustainable pieces that solve a problem. That's the baseline. And I always tell our community this as well on the podcast. And if we think about it, let's say one person buys your product. 
It's high quality. It's sustainable. It solves the problem they want. And they absolutely love it. They wear it all the time. People ask them where it's from. And let's just say that one initial customer influences three other people to buy. And it doesn't mean they're an influencer, but it could literally be their friends, their family, or just people around them that see them wearing the product. And so that one person has turned into three customers. And let's say those three customers also have a very similar experience and they love their pieces because your pieces are high quality, they're sustainable, and they solve a problem. And let's say those three people also have a similar experience where people continuously ask them where they got the item from. They also are telling their friends and family. And so all of a sudden, those three people tell another three more people. And then all of a sudden, you went from one person buying your product to now nine people that you don't even know. And if we keep doing the math, that exponentially grows. And in a world where algorithms continue to suck and ad spend continues to get more expensive, this is the thing that continues to thrive. It's just around word of mouth marketing, sharing. And what that means then is that your product has to be amazing. And it really needs to be amazing for people to want to be able to wear it all the time, tell their friends and family about it. And so the best long-term sales strategy is to continuously add value to your customers, serve them to the best of your ability, and have amazing, amazing products. And logically, if you know that organic social media and ad spend is going to continuously be difficult, doesn't mean that you don't need to do it anymore. You should still do it. It should still be part of your strategy. But the bulk you need to really focus on is just adding value to your customers, having amazing products, So that when you do have customers from that organic social media and that ad spend that you work so hard for to get that customer, they also turn into more customers. That's how you can really increase your sales. And so an exercise for you now is if you could only get new customers from your current customers, how would you change your business activities? How would you operate and how would you go above and beyond? I really want you to think about this because in the future, this could be literally how you could only get new customers is from your existing customers because ad spend could just be so expensive that you don't have budget for it anymore. And then algorithms could just suck so much that you couldn't even reach your own community. So if you think about it, if you could only get new customers from your current customers, what would you change? And be super creative. Think of everything. And then once you have everything jotted down, I then want you to start doing all of that. And you might be thinking, but Selena, I have some really crazy ideas like, you know, doing custom try-ons for all our clients or custom shopping events. Like this is going to cost too much money or cost too much time. But if you think about it, it also costs you money and time to do organic social media and to do ad spend and all this stuff. And in the long run, this is going to work better for you and your brand. I always tell our clients this, but if you want to be in the top 1%, You cannot be doing what 99% of other people are doing. The other thing as well is if you were associating with a brand and they had top-notch customer experience, customer service, and you just felt like you had a white glove experience throughout the entire time, you would likely love that brand and tell your family and your friends about it. And the exact same thing applies to your brand. You want to invoke this same experience So take this exercise seriously and start to implement some of those things. And along the same vein, the second sales strategy is to leverage your current customers. So see how they discovered you, what they bought from you, what feedback they may have, because it is so much easier to sell to your existing customers than to continuously go out and get new ones. 
I am likely not the first person to tell you this, and it is so true. It is so much easier to sell to your existing customers. So the exercise for this sales strategy is to think about how you can do just that. How can you better leverage your current customers? And remember, if you can only get new customers from your current customers, how would you change and what would you do differently? Some ideas. You could gently email some of your customers if they bought a previous product from you and suggest a complimentary product. As an example, if they bought a pair of pants and you also just recently released tops, then potentially you could let them know. Things like that. But take some time to think about how you can better leverage your current customers. The third sales strategy is to not discount. This is really important. I've talked about this on the podcast before, but discounting, like putting something on a 40% off sale because you need more sales, really erodes your premium brand equity. What I mean by that is as a sustainable fashion brand, you likely have higher costs. And as a result of that, you have higher price points for your garments because you want to cover your costs. But not only that, you want to make a profit. And as a result of the higher price points, you have a premium brand you need to protect. You are not just a Shein or Forever 21 or whatever, right? Like you are a sustainable premium brand and you need to maintain that brand equity and that brand image. So if you're constantly doing 50% off sales, then that really erodes your premium brand equity. And I think it's really important not to rely on sales or discounting for more revenue. I know that sometimes when you're in a pinch, it can be really tempting to do that, but that is not a strategy that is just a crutch that helps you in the short term, but really hurts your brand in the long term. This is why pricing your products from the get-go is so important, and why we put such a big emphasis on it in the Launch Your Brand course with our clients. We don't want it to be too low because then you don't cover your costs, and if you do, you don't make enough of a profit to be able to sustain yourself. So we don't want to price it too low. But then on the flip side, we also don't want to price it too high or come in too hot because then your inventory won't move and you end up having to discount. So the sweet spot is somewhere in between. And likely if you're in this situation and you're thinking of discounting or putting things on sale to make some sales and revenue, then it's already too late. But in the future, make sure you're really strategic and think through your pricing. The exercise for this sales strategy is if you're in a situation where you have a lot of unsold inventory that you're currently trying to move and or you're trying to make more revenue, what are some other creative ways you can drum up sales in the interim without discounting your product? Think about additional value you can add. Think about how you can better support them. Just be creative and don't just rely on discounting because like I mentioned, it's a short-term crux, but it really suffocates your brand in the long term and it's really harmful. And because I wanted this to be a really helpful sales episode for fashion brand owners, I also wanted to share some sales tactics. Now, before we get into the sales tactics, note that it is really important that you figure out your sales strategy. And I've given you three golden rules I always tell our clients. So make sure you abide by that first. And then in terms of the tactics, I will share some tactics, but adapt and take what you think will work for your business and your situation. The disclaimer here is I don't know your business and your sales situation right now because we aren't working one-on-one together. So take all of this with a grain of salt and apply what you think will work. The three strategies that I just walked you through and the three golden rules I just walked you through are things that work. These are things I work through with our clients. 
but the sales strategies that I am about to overview will vary depending on what's going on in your business. But again, like I mentioned, I did want you to have some sort of tactical, tangible takeaway from this episode. The first sales tactic is quite universal and quite logical, but you need to sell. You need to sell, sell, sell. And if you think about it, if people aren't aware you have something to sell or even what you're selling and what you're offering, you won't have sales. A common mistake I see all the time with fashion brand owners is that they will launch something and they will talk about it a lot on the first day. And then after that, they don't really talk about it again. And then their customers and members of their community are like, this brand is great. It's amazing. But, you know, I don't really know what they sell. I don't really know how to buy from them. And as a result, it's no wonder that you aren't having sales because people have no idea what you're offering, how they can support you, how they can buy from you. As a result of that, make sure you're constantly selling and you're constantly communicating to your ideal customer how your product adds value to them, why you created it, and all that stuff. The second tactic is really similarly to the first one, but to help you sell, make sure you're always seeking out more opportunities to sell in person. I always find that our clients that sell in person, the conversion rate is always higher. And if you think about it, it makes sense because if this is someone's first time buying from your brand, they might be unsure about the quality, they might be unsure about sizing, and that can be difficult to communicate online. You can still do it, but there's still a bit of that purchase barrier. And when you're selling in person, all those purchase barriers go away, which is great. So try to sell as much as you can in person, especially if you're just starting out and you feel like you want to get more customers and you want to really spread the word about the quality of your products and things like that. You can try events, you can try markets. And in-person selling is great because people can touch, they can feel, and they can also try on your pieces. And I talked about this previously in episode 164, but it is so crucial to analyze your marketing and sales funnel data to figure out where the problem is and where you need to divert efforts to fix it. And one of the tactics I mentioned was a referral program. As I mentioned at the top of this episode, word of mouth marketing exponentially compounds on itself. So if we want to further incentivize this behavior and incentivize people to share your brand, a referral program can be really helpful in doing so. You could also potentially start an affiliate program as well. The one caveat, though, is that to do it properly, a referral program and or a Affiliate program needs to be managed and it takes a lot of work. So don't try to do both at the same time. Really pick one and really go all in on it. In conclusion, sales are the lifeline of your business. If you don't have revenue, if you don't have money, then you're not going to have a business. So it's really important you nail this down. And as a recap, the three sales strategies we overviewed was, first of all, you must add value to your customers and serve them to the best of your ability. Remember that if you could only get new customers from your current customers, how would you act? The second sales strategy is around leveraging your current customers. Really remember that it's so much easier to sell to your existing customers than it is to find new ones. So make sure you treat your customers really well. And the third sales strategy was do not discount because this erodes your premium brand equity. It causes your customers to get used to only buying from you on sale and then you're just in this vicious cycle of having to constantly do sales to make revenue. That is not a situation I want you to be in. So think about creative ways you can drum up sales in the interim without discounting your products. 
And like I mentioned at the beginning of this episode, if you want my one-on-one help to ensure you increase your sales this year, make more revenue and make more profit, I am accepting a limited number of one-on-one business consulting clients. You can book a complimentary consultation at recausited.com slash consultation or click the link in the show notes. Don't snooze, we have limited spots left and I really look forward to meeting you. And that's a wrap on this episode. If you got value from this, I would appreciate it if you could take a screenshot, post it to your Instagram story and tag us at Recloseted. Be sure to subscribe to the Recloseted Radio podcast on your favorite platform so you never miss an episode and you have access to all of our valuable resources. And if you're feeling generous, please rate our podcast five stars and leave us a glowing review. I'm cheering you on and together, let's transform the harmful fashion industry.